Welcome to the Take Action Now Summit. You will discover groundbreaking strategies for personal and business growth with leading experts and innovators. Today, transform forward. Step into 2024 with confidence. Strengthen your network, build relationships, and develop awareness and skills. Join our 21 world-class speakers and experience inspiration, hope for your future, and an elevation of your ambitions. Inspired Choices Network, our summit hosts, are excited to have you here. Well, hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here and so excited to be able to share this time with you. My name is Jim Hetherington, and I'm a life and, and business breakthrough specialist. And I'm going to share a little bit about my story as we go through there. But I want to make this time about you. I want to share some insights and tips to help you to unshackle your potential to create a new narrative. Because sometimes we can get caught up in past experiences. We can get caught up in things that just kind of shackle us and keep us from growing to our highest potential. But what if we could rewrite our story? What if we could create a new narrative? Imagine what that would look like. What would that look like for you? If from the very beginning, you could craft your own story. I mean, as, as authors, authors, they, they create worlds with words, don't they? Entrepreneurs, they, they, they build empires out of dreams. As parents, we, we, we craft futures with love and passion. As employees, we, we, we're the backbone to so many things. There's so many things that we contribute to in life. Yet how often have we paused to really look at our own narrative, to look at the story that we're creating, that we're authoring in our own lives? So I want us to pause and during this time together, reflect on that. So picture it. What would it look like for you to craft your own story? What adventures would you put into that story? What places would you go? What, what experiences would you want to live through? Who would you invite on this journey? What would your relationship and your friendship circles look like? What about your work? What would you do? Who would you serve? How would you serve them? Where would you become an expertise? Where would you establish your authority? During our time together, I'm going to share some, some, some tips and insights to grow to that next level. And I'm not going to give you just one tip. I'm not going to give you three tips. I'm going to give you five tips, five strategies that you can use to grow to that next level. It's part of my 5X authority building system that I've created because I've established it, I created it out of my own life. 15 years ago, life as I knew it flipped upside down and I burned out. I was at the height of my business running a renovation and construction company and I was working countless hours. I was also in my spare time, I was pastoring youth and serving 20 hours or more. And it was not uncommon for me to go 24 hours without sleep to get projects done, to study and be prepared. And then one day my body just said, we're done. And so I had to flip my story back upside down. I realized that I was just caught in the cycle of just going and doing and serving. And you may have been there. You may be there right now. You may be looking at it saying, my life is, is writing itself out of control. My life is taken over and I just feel like I'm a spectator rather than a participant. I want us to pause. Pause and think about your story. Think about the experiences that we live through. Because in a nutshell, 
all experiences come either in a positive form or a negative form. That's how we experience most things. As we learn and grow, learning is good. Learning is a positive experience, right? Reading books, going to summits, going to webinars, having coaches, doing this stuff. Those are positive experiences. And while learning is supposed to be positive, sometimes there's some negative things that can fly in there. Like, for example, when I was younger, I had a teacher in the early grade school that was old school. I mean, she was older and she was old school. It was like kids should sit up straight, do as they're told, should be seen and not heard, should only be spoken when spoken to. And there was one other element. She was of the mindset that left-handed people were evil. And that was me. I was left-handed or I am left-handed. And she made it her mission to change me into a right-handed person. She forced me to sit on my hand. She forced me to keep that hand behind my back and use my right hand. And when I inadvertently grabbed something with my left hand, crack down on the table would come the yardstick. I never remember getting hit by it, but I remember it coming down often to correct my behavior. So learning became a negative thing for me. And I never said anything to my parents because I thought, well, she's the teacher. She must be right. There must be something wrong with me. And as I continued to navigate through, through school, I discovered that I was often applauded with laughter when I volunteered to read out loud. When I would go to the blackboard to, to write out a word, I was applauded with laughter because I discovered that I was saying things and writing things down in the wrong order. I'm dyslexic. And again, it wasn't, there was no family meetings in that. There was no coming to the table to discuss what was happening. I just navigated through school. And I began to withdraw. So much so that by the time I hit grade nine, I had about a grade five reading level. And when I turned 16 and could legally quit school, I did that. I got out of that experience. Because those are typically the experiences that we want to ignore, aren't they? They're the, the negative experiences, those painful memories, those hurtful memories. Those are the things that we want to shut down. Those are the things that we want to push down. Those are the things that never make it to our social media posts. They never make it into the scrapbooks or into the photo albums. Those are the pictures. Those are the memories that we just shove in a closet, that we shove down under the bed that we don't want to pay attention to. But it's often those experiences that we learn the greatest lessons from. But tragically, we will surround ourselves with positive. We will surround ourselves with all the happy memories, the good memories, which is great. But ignoring the other ones shackles us to them. It shackles us to those emotionally that we can only go so far until we deal with those painful memories, until we deal with those things, we cannot grow and mature and become our very best version. And I know all of us desire to be our best version, but it's too painful to dig up some of these memories. I know it was decades for me before I looked at my schooling, my education. I went through most of my adult life with grade nine education. It wasn't until I got into my early 30s after having children and being married that I discovered that I wanted to grow to that next level. So I tried over and over and again. I remember going to high school classes and taking courses and I got to the place where I needed a, singer, sing, a senior math and a senior English. I couldn't do it because my mindsets were already in place. This isn't for me. I'm no good at it. I'm going to fail at it. I'm going to read it wrong. I'm going to do it wrong. And it limited me. 
I tried college. I tried to go to a college English course and I got halfway through. And again, the mindsets took over because we build in a narrative and we buy into it and it becomes the perspective that we take and apply to everything. And so I quit the college course. So I did the only natural thing. You try high school, it doesn't work. You try college, it doesn't work. So what do you do? You go to university. So I signed up for a university, university psychology course. And at the time, I had a, a, a minister, a pastor in my life that was a mentor. And he taught me how to read. He sat me down and helped me to face those past experiences and discover a new way to read, a new way to take in knowledge, a new way to interpret things, a way to break down some of those mindsets so that I could set forward. And it changed my world. The problem with pushing down painful experiences and past memories that we don't want to deal with is that they can manifest in different ways. Think of family gatherings or work gatherings. Right? It doesn't take long where somebody's pushing your buttons and they just say something that puts you over the edge. I mean, children are good for that, aren't they? They, could just, they just know how to push mom and dad's buttons. Sometimes bosses or people that we work with, they just know how to push our buttons. The solution to the button pushing problem is to identify them and eliminate them. Just eliminate the problem. Eliminate the button. Because it's not the person it's the situation. It's what is rising up in us. It's manifesting in a, in a way that we're, we're, we don't recognize. We're, we're, it's unpredictable. Recently, I developed a, a little bit of an issue with one of my molars. It was getting sensitive to cold. And so I brought it up when I was at a um, annual cleaning and get to get my teeth checked out. I mentioned it to the hygienist and they checked it. He did some x-rays and everything looked fine with it. They gave me some things that I could do to treat it and to, to take care of it better and so on. And I started to do that and it got better. But in the recent past, it started to act up again. And it got so painful that I couldn't put any, anything warm against it, eating warm food, cold food, anything was irritating and, and the pain would just last. So I monitored it for a couple of days and I did what most guys would do. I just ignored it. I thought, well, it'll, it'll go away, right? It, that's, that's what happens. When painful things or uncomfortable things come in our life, if we ignore them, they go away. And that's what I did. I just ignored it for a couple of days. I thought, I'll just keep an eye on it, but it'll go away. It got progressively worse. Went through the weekend and it got so painful, I couldn't put anything against the tooth. It would just, it would just shiver with pain. So Monday morning rolled around and I called my dentist and I explained what was going on. And they said, we had a cancellation. Can you come in right now? And I said, of course, I'll be right there. So I went in, sat in the chair, explained to the dentist exactly what was going on. My hygienist was there as well. So she joined the meeting and they compared notes. They did another x-ray on it just to check and make sure everything was okay. They had me lay back in the chair and they started poking around and looking around at it, touching it here and there. And my dentist took the little mirror stick, you know, the little stick with the mirror on the end of it. He took it and flipped it upside down and stuck it in my mouth and just tapped on the end of the one molar beside it, the one that I was complaining about. He tapped on it. He said, was there any pain there? And I said, no, I don't feel anything. And he tapped on the one in front of it. He said, how about that? Does that hurt? I said, no, I don't feel anything there. He hit the one that I was complaining about. And I said it was just the little mirror stick. It may as well have been a hammer. Because when he tapped on it, it shot pain up through my face that went through my body like a jolt of electricity and it kicked my feet up off of the chair. I didn't realize until that moment 
the, the nerves in my teeth are connected to my feet. The point being is that sometimes things will manifest. Pain will, we hide pain, we disguise pain, we push down pain, but it'll manifest in areas or it'll keep us from achieving the success that we want. As I said, we get shackled to those past experiences and we can only grow so much unless we deal with them, unless we take time and identify them, take time to, to look at them. And yes, it's uncomfortable to un unearth those things. It's uncomfortable to go back and visit those things. But as I said earlier, oftentimes the, greater, the greatest success, the greatest stories that we can create or that we, the greatest lessons that we can learn come from unearthing those negative experiences. Experiences come in positive and negative, and they form the way we view the world. Our mindsets are created around those. It's like these negative thoughts come in and it's like they cloud our, our, our brain. They, they fill our heart because that's where they're stored. They're stored in our hearts and in our minds, right? We don't store bad memories in our back pocket. We don't stick them in our thighs. We don't you know, keep them up our sleeve. They're stored in our hearts. They're stored in our minds. And then when things happen, we recall them and then we process through them. Take a relationship, for example. We may have all probably at one time or another experienced a, a relationship that didn't go as well as planned. And we go into the next relationship and what happens? Somebody says something, does something, makes a remark, and it reminds us of that previous experience. Unless we deal with it and say, okay, this happened for this reason. I responded this way. I reacted this way. I'm going to deal with that and move into the future. And I'm going to go in with completely open eyes, with completely different mindset, completely open to change. But so often we just take things from one experience to the next unless we deal with them. And we can only go so far because it's like being tethered to them. We can only stretch so far. When I was younger, I worked at a safari park and I had the privilege of working with birds of prey. And so I've had... Out, um, eagles and hawks and falcons sitting on my arm and I would fly them and, and work out with them. And I put on the leather glove and had it over there to protect me from the talons, but around the bottom of their leg was a tether. This is a strap that goes down and is held into my hand to keep the bird from jumping off when it's not supposed to or getting startled and going off someplace. And that's what happens with our emotions. That's what happens with these past experiences is that we, we get tethered to them and we can't go any further. We can spend all kinds of time in self-development and, and, and working on ourselves and we might become successful in certain areas, but until we deal with these past experiences, until we deal with those experiences, we can't grow to the level that we desire to be. And part of that is setting back and creating a new narrative, creating a new language, writing a new script. But oftentimes we don't take the time to do that. We just continue on with life, similar to what I did with my working experience, running the business and doing ministry and being involved in leadership. I just kept going and doing and serving and being. Anybody been there? Are you experiencing that in your life now where it just seems to be go, go, go. You don't have time to breathe. You don't have time to look at it. I want to give you 
those five steps that I talked about earlier that you can start to use to examine those past experiences, create a new narrative for them and move forward and accelerate and grow to newer heights. Because when we become our best, we cause others around us to rise up to their best. When we become our best version, then we're able to support and encourage others in our story, through our story, with our story to help them get to that next level. Your story needs to be rewritten if your past, if those past experiences are changing you down or tying you back or entangling you. And as we release ourselves from them, we rewrite that story. It takes us to new heights. We're able to serve in a way like we've never served. You may be an author or a coach or a mentor. You may be in a place of leadership. Maybe it's with your family. Maybe it's in your sphere of influence. But as we rise up, we become our very best. We're able to support others to come up to their very best. So here's the five steps. The first step is to focus. Focus on why you do the things that you do, why you believe the way you believe, why you express yourself the way you express. Don't use the excuse of, oh, that's just the way I am. How many of us have heard that? We use that as an excuse rather than a reason. But to focus and look at it and say, why do I believe the way I believe? Why do I respond in certain situations and certain circumstances a particular way? Why is it that people can poke certain buttons on me and get a response? When we focus and pay attention to these things and become aware of them, we can begin to identify potentially some of the areas that we're shackled to. It wasn't until I sat down and really wanted to study and learn and grow as a human being that I discovered that my experiences in high school, my experiences in grade school were affecting my growth. And it wasn't until I went back and dealt with those and brought them into the future that I could move up and go to that next level. So focusing on them, looking at the way, because again, it shifts, it, 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 it creates mindsets, it creates a lens in which we view things. All our past experiences, positive and negatively, and mostly the negative ones, will create a lens in order for us to view from. So focus is the first step. The next step is to record them, write them down, journal, take notes, do things. I, mean, I don't go anywhere without a journal book. I always have a book with me so that I can write things down, write thoughts, write ideas, always looking at things and examining things, looking at my heart and looking at ways that I can improve the narrative. But by recording them, we can begin to identify patterns. We can begin to see things. And then we trace it back. We begin to, through the recording, we can think back of when did that first start? When did I first see that indication? When did I first start allowing that button to, to push me, allow that to manifest and, and put me over the edge? When did that happen? So recording things is so vital to our success. Personal growth moving forward, but also dealing with past events and seeing how they're affecting us or shackling us, restricting us from growing to that next level. So recording is an excellent step. The third step is now we can make a plan. Now you can look at them 
Now that you focus on, you see the areas that, that may be coming in and affecting you. You can see the mindset. You can see the patterns. You can see the behaviors. You recognize those things. You've got them all written down and you can look at them and kind of analyze them, put a microscope on them and, and have a closer look at them. Now you can create a plan. Now you can look at it and say, okay, I can identify where it came in. What do I need to do to get the support that I need? You can create a, a plan by hiring a mentor, looking for someone in a specific area to help you grow through that particular experience. Because again, we can fill our schedules, we can fill our lives with all kinds of good things to do. Good books, good summits, good webinars, good seminars, good retreats, good conferences. But it could be missing the mark of what we really need to pinpoint, what we really need to pay attention to that will put us over the edge, bring us up to that next level. Because building up all this stuff is wonderful and good as long as it fits the area that needs the expertise, that needs the rework, that needs to be rewritten. So as we do that, we can begin to create a plan and say, okay, I need to identify someone that can support me in this area. I need to start reading some books. I need to start doing some stuff. The next thing is creating an environment. Create an environment that, that supports that plan. The best time to prepare for a workout is when? The day before. Have a go bag, have, it, have your equipment ready, have everything ready to go so that there's no excuses. If it's health and nutrition, we, make, we set up our environment, we set up the kitchen, the pantry, the fridge with healthy choices that are easy to reach, easy to grab. We set our environments up so it's conducive for the success that we want. And the final step is to take action. To take action now, to quote a, an amazing phrase, but to take action and begin to implement all of these different strategies, all these different steps, all these different things to take action, to start moving forward. You have the ability to rewrite your narrative. You have the ability to write and craft your story. And as you do that, you will begin to support people in a, in a, in a more tremendous way. You'll be able to support clients, support your family, support your workplace, craft new books and, and create all those different things once we begin to take action. Because a, a plan with no action is just a dream. It's just, it's just paper. But when we put action to it, we can begin to formulate a plan. We can begin to execute all of these things and move forward. It's been exciting to share these tips and ideas, and I hope they were helpful for you. To grow to that next level, we need to deal with past experiences rather than just dragging them around because the truth is we can only go so far with them. We're tethered to them. We're chained to them. We can only go so far. Parts of our lives may excel, but they'll excel even higher once we deal with past experiences. And then you'll craft a story that is worthy of sharing, that, that will empower and inspire other people. And that's really what you want to do. We want to make a difference. We want to, to share our greatness. We want to share our story. And as we deal with those, it makes them more powerful. The lessons they're learned that we can attribute and share with others. I'd love to continue the conversation. You can reach me at jimh360.com and we can carry on the conversation. You can learn more about these steps. It's real easy, Jim with an H with a 360. And I look forward to potentially connecting with you and reaching. But I hope that these five steps will help you 
to overcome those obstacles, overcome those things that have held you back and maybe restricted you from going to that higher level, achieving your greatness. So I wish you all the very best. And I look forward to connecting with you real soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining this inspirational talk on the Take Action Now Summit. Inspired Choices Network and our expert speakers are excited to connect with you and learn about your desires to evolve and grow in 2024. If you'd like to learn more about everything Inspired Choices Network offers, including future summits, please email us at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.